0: It's time for another edition of FFA on the Air here on Wax 104.5. Today I'm at Boyceville High School with the Boyceville FFA Chapter. And we're going to go right to the boss here. I'm going to talk with Glenn Knutson, the FFA Chapter Advisor. How you doing today, sir?
1: I'm doing great, Scott. Glad to be here.
0: Thanks. And, you know, you've been here for a few years now, haven't you? More than uh, more than four or five.
1: Uh, yes, I think this is my 33rd year.
0: 33 years you kind of 33 years you lost track almost of the time I suppose
1: I have lost I've lost track but you know things change you know 20 years ago I would pull out a 16 millimeter film and the kids would be all excited and interested and now it's hard to keep their attention for more than 15 minutes with all the technology that's out there
0: well all the technology out there things change changing the FFA chapter here over those years
1: too Uh, Yes, I have I think the biggest accomplishment we had was our FA alumni uh, getting a greenhouse for the for the district and You know we've used that uh, every year We have a plant sale in the spring and we raise poinsettias in the fall here for Christmas
0: I walked past there that place is filled with poinsettias. It looks like do you sell those or what do you do with them?
1: Uh, We do I got another uh, one of my members that's going to talk about that in a few minutes
0: All right, we'll hang it on that. How's the chapter looking numbers holding well?
1: Uh, yeah, we, we, our enrollment here at Boysville is about 200 students, and uh, we usually have about a fourth of those in FFA. So we usually have pretty decent numbers for a small school.
0: Those are decent numbers. So you have some interesting projects going on here. You're telling me about this Tiffany Creek restoration project. How would you get going with that, and tell me a little bit about it.
1: Well, if you're familiar with Boysville, right behind just north of our school is Tiffany Creek, which is only probably less than 100 yards from the, the building. And our parking lots back there, the practice uh, Fayette facilities are back there. And then you have to cross a little footbridge to get to all the athletic f- facilities, and that creek floods, you know, at least once or twice a year. So, with in coordination with the DNR, they're going to come in and they're going to cut all the trees along the. Uh, it's probably about three to four hundred yards worth of trees along the sh- the banks of the uh, the creek. They're going to bring in I can't remember how many loads, maybe 200 loads of rock and wow. and fill. And they're going to build up the banks a little bit and you know, they're plant some native grasses and improve the trout habitat and just the overall health of the stream and hopefully reduce the flooding a little bit as well. And they're also going to build a little uh, amphitheater for an outdoor learning lab. It's not a pavilion. It's just some benches in a small area to take your classes, either the egg classes, science classes, or maybe an elementary class that would be out there. But for those of you that are familiar with the district, it's really going to change the landscape uh, behind the school.
0: And push some environmental lead out there, too.
1: Uh, definitely.
0: Not to mention helping the trout habitat. Are there trout, uh, uh, fairly uh, fairly decent trout in that stream?
1: Well, there are. I know some kids that, that fish that regularly, and this will just improve the habitat for a small portion of it. Another thing that we have new this year is a, a TIG welder for one of my shop classes. And I have an expert coming in Friday to teach me how to use it so I can teach the kids how to use it as well. That way the kids and the mechanics class can well stainless as well as aluminum. So that'll be a, a big plus for them.
0: You've come a long way technology wise too in the, in the school here since you've been here those 33 years, right?
1: Uh, yes, we have. Um, we're interviewing right now in our computer lab, which is another function of our FFA alumni. They, they originally we had the first lab of the entire district with a printer, scanner, and a series of computers. And, you know, the textbooks that I used to have and, and use in every class, you know, just giving an assignment, reading a chapter, answering the questions, that no longer applies to, to students today. There's so much technology, and it's right at their fingertips. So we have to make use of that. Keep them going there, Mr. Knutson. Okay, thank you.
0: Okay, we're going to move on to the FFA president, Kenny Clark. How are you doing, Kenny? Uh, not bad at all. Kenny, uh, what are you, a senior this year?
2: Yep, I'm a senior.
0: How long have you been involved with FFA?
2: Uh, all four years of high school.
0: And a, a chapter officer in the past?
2: Uh, yes, this is my second year as a officer.
0: Hey, did you make it to the National Convention this year?
2: Yep, uh, fourth year going.
0: What all did you guys do at the National Convention?
2: Uh, we went to the Garth Brooks concert and bigger audio. I saw a lot of nice people just... Pretty cool seeing a lot of people involved.
0: What'd you think of that Garth Brooks show?
2: That was amazing, I will never forget that.
0: All right, and you know, you guys, how how have you been doing in projects like, you know, programs such as contests, district soil evaluation? Tell me what you guys have been doing there.
2: Uh, This year we went to the Chippewa County soil judging contest and SARS got rained out. Uh, Boysville took second overall. Our top four students from Boysville were myself, Austin Hatfield, Josh Murzovka and Gage Brown. There were uh, eight other schools there and about 180 students participating.
0: What do you have rolling here for an SAE project for yourself?
2: I work in my family dairy farm. We milk about 240 dairy cows. Uh, we farm about 1,000 acres. I do almost everything there. It's not much I don't do. They keep me very busy keeps you out of trouble most of the time
0: most of the time that's all c- you can ask so what are you looking at when you get it, when you're uh, done here at school
2: uh, I plan on taking over our dairy farm
0: that's a noble thing not a lot of young guys doing that these days
2: yeah I mean I'm looking forward to it I always I've always enjoyed it, it was, you do something different every day I like that yep absolutely
0: thanks a lot Kenny Kevin Keegan is the FFA Sentinel here Kevin how are you doing I'm pretty good. How are you? Great. And what grade
3: are you in, Kevin? I'm a senior this year. Tell me a little bit about your SAE. What do you have? Uh, I showed pigs at the Dunn County Fair for about five years, and now I just have a fun hobby farm at home I like to take care of. Do well, you have some brood sows at, at home? Uh, just cows. Just the cows. You don't like those brood <laughs> sows, do you? No, we're planning to get some more soon. All right. And uh, what
0: what's the... the FFA chapter here doing for community projects. I know you guys have been strong in community projects for years Tell me some about some things going on
3: Uh, We like to hang flower baskets on Main Street Because it makes the roads look a lot better and just a nice feature to the streets Um, We do roadside cleanup each year we pick several miles in the district and clean up garbage in The ditches then in the fall we serve We helped serve elderly residents clean up their yards and leaves and branches since they aren't able to do it, we would like to help them out best we can. Those are pretty good-sounding projects, helping out that community. Yep.
0: Now, Mr. Knutson promised me, I was saying that I walked past the greenhouse full of poinsettias. Tell me about those poinsettias in there. There's a whole bunch of them.
3: Yeah, Each year, there's about 150 poinsettias in the greenhouse, and we sell them for $11 each about. Uh, we cr- are currently in the process of delivering those. We have about 34 sales still. They look very good and should last all winter if they are taken care of properly, so water them, make sure they've got sunlight. And the ones we have left, we'll donate to elderly housing facilities in the area, make it look pretty for the winter, and give a nice touch to them.
0: So, if somebody wants one of those poinsettias, they can still grab one as, as of today at least. What do they do? Just call the school, get a hold of uh, Mr. Knutsen or one of the
3: officers here? Yep, that should be all that happens, and then you can pick them up right away.
0: All right, and thanks a lot. Yeah. We have Tyler Peterson up next. Tyler is the FFA parliamentarian, keeps things in order around here, don't you? Yep. What grade are you in, Tyler?
4: I'm a senior this year. What are you going to be doing
0: after school?
4: I go to CVTC for welding and fabrication.
0: Sounds like you're in the right uh, building and the right spot here to learn about that with some of the programs that are going on here in the VOAG programs. I guess so okay tell me about your SAE project
4: uh, I work at a dairy farm Rett's River Hills dairy outside of town here and how cows we got about 65 head okay all
0: Holsteins or what are they
4: ah uh, Holsteins
0: and is that a stanchion barn or a tie stall barn or what is it
4: no we got a parlor an 8 by 8 uh, for 65 cows yep
0: that's a pretty good uh, setup then
4: yeah I can get it done
0: <laughs> all right and what you, the fruit sale is coming up. It's getting to be that season, and uh, are, are you guys still selling?
4: Yeah, well, no, we're not selling anymore. The fruit sale is all over. We just got to deliver the fruit now wait for the fruit load to come in.
0: Who's the number one fruit salesperson around here?
4: I'm the number one fruit salesperson.
0: Is that uh, tradition for you? Have you led the
4: way all four years? No, this is my first year being the top seller. Was the other one graduate or did you just pull ahead of somebody? Pulled the head, pulled the head of somebody. How would you pull that off? I just, I don't know, sold a lot of fruit. <laughs>
0: okay, what happens with the money from those from those fruit sales going to the chapter projects here?
4: The Money goes to conventions, leadership workshops, the fair, community service projects, and summer leadership trip.
0: That's a pretty good uh, thing. Then you got a got a lot of fruit to sell. Yep. And it's pretty good stuff too, isn't it? Yeah, it is. All right, and. Speaking of food, you guys have a Food for America project here too.
4: Yeah, it's an activity we do each spring to help out, educate the fourth grade students about how the farm operates, and from milking to machinery, machinery uses to feeding and animal care practices. Do you do that here at the school or out on a farm, or which? Uh, we go to a farm out up by Connersville and bring the kids up there and show them everything.
0: And that is that a dairy farm?
4: Yep. So,
0: and do you bring other animals in there, or is it strictly what's on the dairy farm?
4: Just animals that are on the farm.
0: All right. Thank you so much for your time. John Clefstead. John, we hear is a freshman here. John, what got you involved with the FFA program?
5: Well, I like to show pigs at the Dunn County Fair, and this is my fifth year showing pigs at the fair.
0: Why do you like doing that?
5: Well, it's just something to do during the summer and the winter. I breed pigs during the fall and have piglets during the spring.
0: Is that your SAE project too?
5: Yep. I uh, AI them, artificial insemination. It's my second year doing it. What breeds? Uh, Duroc and a Berkshire.
0: Uh, mixed or uh, crossed or? Pure. Pure Both purebred. Yep. And is that what you started with?
5: Yes. Uh, I started last year just watching YouTube videos. I taught myself how to do it and it's just been fun.
0: Wow. I've never, I've never ai a sow before. I used to have a lot of them, but how about how many brood sows do you run?
5: I just have two just for the Dunn County fair to show pigs and just sell them to my friends and family.
0: That's a good project. So how, when you come in here, there's an orientation class. I understand.
5: Yep. So, in order to do any of the other ag classes, you have to do ag orientation first, and we just go through some of the like different subjects in ag and like uh, agro science, forestry, wildlife, soils, beef. And we just finished up with learning the history of FFA,
0: and that gives you a broad sense of what's going on. Uh, does it settle your mind on what you want to be looking at uh, taking for classes next year?
5: Yes, it has. I sort of want to be a vet. It's, it's up my alley.
0: It sounds like it.
5: Yeah. I want to, I want to uh, work with pigs later on as a career.
0: All right. Thank you so much for talking with me. Dusty Whitmer is our vice president. Dusty, what grade are you in these days? I'm a senior. Senior, what do you have planned for afterwards? Any plans yet?
6: Uh, yeah, right after graduation, I plan to join the Marine Corps, and then when I come back from that, diesel mechanic at WITC, and then auctioneer school.
0: You knew I was a Marine, didn't you? You wanted
6: to win my heart over that
0: way. No, I didn't know that. All right, we'll be saying Semper Fidelis one of these days. Dusty's the vice president, and what's your what's your SAE here?
6: Um, well, I work and live on a small family farm known as KC Ranch. I also work for the Tractor Doctor LLC, owned by Chuck Siler, Black Sky Racing, owned by Stan Siler, and their Black Angus farm.
0: So everything from Angus to wrench is in your hands then? Yeah, pretty much. All right. And you guys run a petting zoo, I was told. What's that about?
6: Uh, yeah, we do. Um, we have a petting zoo each spring for the pre-K through second graders over at our elementary school. We go over to elementary school the day before and visit each class, showing slides in a presentation about all the animals that will be at the pres- or the petting zoo.
0: And you round those animals up where?
6: Yeah, from the family farms around here. Just kids in the egg classes bring in their animals, whether it be dogs or calves or what. Do it
0: right on the parking lot, or is there a
6: grassy area? What do you do? Oh, right over there. Uh, yeah, it's right off the parking lot over at the elementary, out in the grass. So,
0: all right, and a nature trail is that. That isn't tied in at all with that stream project. This is different than the stream project.
6: Yep, completely different than the stream project. This is over at our school forest. Um, We have a nature trail that connects the village Anderson Hill Trail. This provides about two miles of walking in the nature, just a walking trail. We maintain the trail in our conservation class, and there's about uh, 60 small information displays on the trail to teach them about wildlife and forestry.
0: Those you guys have to keep those up every year? Are they pretty stable, or how do the how do they how do they keep those uh, those information stands?
6: Uh, yeah, we make sure the wood once it starts like dry rotting or whatnot, we replace that and redo the signs, and we keep the brush trimmed up fairly decent over there.
0: All right. Thanks so much. Eric Lehman from the Compeer Baldwin office is with
6: us.
7: Eric, how are you doing today? Great. It's another cold winter day here in Northwest <laughs> Wisconsin.
0: It's a beautiful day. Come on. Hey, uh, Eric, the weather wasn't all so great towards uh, during the harvesting season this year. And so there's some crops that were standing out in those fields. And what should farmers be looking at as the year winds down with those crops out there
7: yet? Yeah, it seems like another one of those years where nothing quite went right, but maybe not quite as bad as we would have thought potentially. So as of December 10th on Monday is the last day to get a claim filed if you are going to have standing crop in the field. So if there's crop still out, It. You can see there's probably more out there than we have in the past. So just make sure as you're out looking at things, just one more call to make to your agent. Let them know and then they'll take care of the rest of it. Get the adjuster notified.
0: All right. What else should we be looking at at the end of the year here?
7: Sure. So the other part is our year end. So the fall harvest price hits in November. And what we're seeing is there is the potential for revenue loss. On your crop insurance policy, you have the revenue protection. Again, make sure you're in touch with your agent to talk through the scenarios because we have seen some claims both for the crop, the corn and the soybeans. Typically, we're seeing more of a claim on the soybeans or more likely to have a claim on the soybeans, but there have been some corn claims Mm -hmm. as well. And again, that's mainly because of the way the, the fall price hit less than the spring price that basically increased their bushel guarantee by a little bit. So we've had some producers who weren't anticipating getting a claim payment to actually do receive a claim um, based on that revenue component. So, again, that one is not as specific to December 10th, but the same time frame um, is next week. The week of the 10th is when you need to get those claims filed. It's 45 days from when the fall strike price hit, which was November 5th. So, again, the week of the 10th is a pretty big week when it comes to crop insurance.
0: All right. So that's Eric Lehman at Compere in Baldwin. FFA on the air is always brought to you by Compere Financial Services. Thank you much, Eric. Thank
7: you, Scott.